1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: All right, let's jump into another edition of The Lake Show here on News Talk 830WCCO. On a rainy Tuesday night in downtown Minneapolis, I didn't ask for this weather. But the colder temps approaching us, and winter's coming. Winter is coming. I wanted to start tonight's show because we've got a ton of stuff that we'll get into. Uh, we do have some guests that will be in studio coming up in the next 25 minutes, and a special guest via, via the phone lines here. But I did want to start tonight's show with the news of the day that <laughs> involves a Minnesotan And that Minnesotan, as you all know, Tom Emmer. Okay, Tom Emmer, the majority whip in the House earlier today. um, It seemed as though he was going to be the person most likely that could be offered up with support to be the next speaker of the House. But it all came crumbling apart. Somehow, some way it all became problematic. And so he withdrew his nomination. Because it seemed like he was headed and it was trending that way. But now we find out it's not meant to be. And let me tell you guys, I am so happy that Tom Emmer dropped out of the race to be Speaker of the House of Representatives. I'm happy. And in this statement, of me being happy is not me hating on Tom Emmer's hopes, his dreams, or his aspirations. This is not me having any sort of ill will or beef towards Tom Emmer. I worked with Tom Emmer on the radio years ago. I see his daughter, Katie Storm, all the time. Who works for Bally Sports North. The reason why I'm happy that Tom Emmer withdrew from the race is because... Quite simply, it's the smart thing to do. Everyone is saying that in order to be the Speaker of the House, from the GOP, that you have to do what? You got to kiss the ring of Donald Trump. You got to bend the knee. In my assessment, in my opinion, that's foolish. It's insane to think about or even do. If you are Tom Emmer, you don't get near Donald Trump with everything that is going on with him. You would think that folks would not want to be aboard the Titanic. That's what you would think. Because if you attach yourself to Donald Trump, after all that we've seen the last few years and the criminal investigations that are taking place right now, then you are indeed doing that. I don't want Tom Emmer in a bad spot. Let me repeat that. I don't want Tom Emmer in a bad spot. Now, do I side with him Politically in a lot of things, no. But I'm not going to wish bad things on Tom Emmer. So when I see the news that he has withdrawn his name, I'm happy for him. I, 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 Seriously, I am. Because if he does not feel like he needs to do something for somebody else to get elevated to a certain spot. Why would anybody want to do that? We always hear that phrase about, you know, sell your soul to the devil and all this. I respect him. I'll ask you guys right now Are you with me? Do you agree or do you disagree? Do you think that he should have appeased Trump? And the MAGA movement, we can take a text or we can take a phone call, 651-461-9226. I think it's the right thing to do. When when we talk about in life, your convictions, what you stand for, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. One of the things that I feel very, very important, um, it's, it's at least important to me. Is that at the end of the day. When you talk about doing things and speaking on things. Don't just do it. For the sake of what you think that you possibly could be gaining. Because when it's all said and done. You know what everybody has. You know what everybody has. Everybody has a legacy. When it's all said and done. When our days are over and we've passed on, what will people say about you when you're gone? What is the legacy that you've left? I don't wanna say things or do things just for the sake of trying to get ahead or try to advance myself if it's not the right thing to do. If it doesn't fall in line with your values, if it doesn't fall in line with all the stuff out there that you feel makes you who you are, then don't do it. 651-461-9226. Jake Sherman, Punchbowl News. He tweeted this out an hour ago. New from me, Representative Rick Allen, Georgia Republican, told Tom Emmer in close House GOP conference meeting, that the Minnesota Republican didn't need to get right with him. He needed to get right with Jesus because Emmer supported gay marriage. So there's going to be a divide. And we're seeing it right now. And look, we don't know where this is going. We don't know how this will play out. I do know this. Right now, it's super dysfunctional. It's not a good luck for anybody out there. And I know that people will say, well, it's just a GOP problem. No, it's an American problem. We have an issue with this. We're all Americans, right? We should look at this and want what's best for the country. And right now, in Washington, D.C., we're not getting the best. 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Love to get your reaction via the phone calls or text messages on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. We do that next year. It is the Lake Show.
4: in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every
2: journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Text line 651 461 Someone says that that I'm not aware of what happened today. Trump told his minions to not vote for him. And that was the end of Emmer. What else could he do? That's that's how we got here. That's the point that no one is sitting here saying that there was a path forward for Tom Emmer without Donald Trump. That's the point. If 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 it was a path forward for him, it was aligning himself. With the former president, and saying, What do you need from me? I will be your guy. That, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. And, may, and maybe, and that's my, I, I'll own it if I didn't make that more clear. And then they just responded back and said, Maybe I misunderstood your model. That's the, yes, texture from the 952. That's the point that I'm making. That is the point that I'm making. And, Look, there, there are other things out there, even with people are, some people are mad at, at Dean Phillips because he's he's going to throw his name in the. I think it's a good thing that Dean Phillips throws his name in the. Like, Joe Biden's not a king. In my, in my opinion, he, there should be people opposing him. I've said this for months that I applaud Dean Phillips for speaking up. So, you know, when we when we take a look around the horn on, on various different angles politically, people have to stand by the conviction do with, and do I, what's And I like that Dean Phillips was saying, you know what, man, guys. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden's a president. But we got to get other opinions out here. We got to get other people in here to challenge him. And I actually think that's a good thing. All right, 651-461-9226. Let's start with Jeff and Salk Rapids. What's up, Jeff?
5: Hey, Henry. Oh, God, you gave me two points to make here. Um, we'll digress to the, um, uh, Dean Phillips, uh, decision. Uh, I sent, um, uh, I sent Jason a text earlier, but he didn't have time to get to it. Uh huh. He had a, a guest on that said, uh, oh, oh, I think it was, uh, um, the attorney general. Um, but he said, Phillips, Uh, chances are, you know, really nothing, and he's wasting his time. I think that's wrong. Um, Phillips made a brave and noble move to give us a choice. Yep. If most of us in the primary want Biden, okay. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yep. At least he wasn't shoved down our throat as a king. Give us a choice, and then live with that. Okay, more up to uh, speed on what you're talking about with Emmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking he made the smart move. Then I started thinking again about uh, using that word smart. <laughs> he made a conscientious move. Mm. I mean, it was smart, uh, definitely. It would have been dumb to keep going into this mess. But he did the right thing because he knew within himself, and I'm not a Republican, by the way, Mm-hmm. He knew within himself he was going to have to sell a soul to somebody that he didn't want to, and he would end up breaking a promise or doing something he was against and suffering the consequences for it. I think he was just purely being
2: conscientious. Hey, thanks to the phone call, I appreciate it, and, and I think that I think that Jeff is is he's onto something right there. I still think it's smart. Like so, so when, when we talk about politically. There are so many politi- uh, people out there, politicians out there that will do things to advance their cause, to hold on to power, and to save themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to,
4: to, to, self no, preservation.
2: Absolutely. one hundred percent. Which, which is the reason why I can never be in that. You know, I would never want. I would never want to do that. There's, there's so many things that I feel like they do, and it's not in the best interest. Of their constituents. Heck, I thought that this was the funniest thing ever. And this is a sports tie-in. Last night, the Houston Astros were playing in the Game 7. Mm-hmm. And, and the people in Houston said, Ted Cruz, please, you're massive jinx. Every time you go to an Astros game, we lose. Don't go to a Game 7. So he showed up. Everybody told him, don't. <laughs> he went and they lost. They got oh, blown out. I love it. I, I just, I, I, that's kind of funny. All right, let's go to Kieran on our way home. How you doing, Kieran?
6: Oh, Henry, I'm just stressed out. I was, I, I mean, I was hopeful for Emmer, uh-huh. but to your to your point, I'm glad that he dropped out. But my bigger question is, what is it that Trump has over these handful of Republicans that can't or won't stand up to him? You're About not the, the,
2: you're, the, not the, the you're, you're not you're not the, you're not the only person that is asking that question. Marge in Cannon Falls has said the same thing. It's right here on my screen. What does Trump have on everyone? that they have to fall in line. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not sure if we're ever. Yeah. Let, let me, let me answer the question this way, Karen. I'm not sure that we in our lifetime will get a hundred percent to the bottom of what he has on everyone. But I do know this, that everything that's going on with these investigations and Gina Ellis that came out today, that, that she pled guilty and she was sobbing and, 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 And upset. And she was uh, apologetic and says, I I never should have done what I've done. And now we've heard uh, the breaking news in the last hour is that is that Mark Meadows has totally flipped on Donald. I I I don't know. Maybe we'll find out at the end of the day. I am not sure.
6: Well, and then the question, you know, that the one Republican senator or rep said to Emma that mm-hmm. I need you to, you know, change your ways and your thinking, uh, we have a, something called separation of church and state. It is no one's business what they believe. It's no one's business how they live, how they worship, what they think. It's up to God Almighty at the day of reckoning. And in the meantime, nothing is getting done. It is so frustrating and I'm. I don't know. I, I just yeah, I cannot I, believe the mess our, our country's
2: in. Yeah. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you so much for the phone call from Karen on her way home. She's mobile. Be safe on the roads because I know it's wet out there. But I'm with Karen. I, I I look at this and I know that people will 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 want to play the game and say, well, the Democrats. Um, there there's no issues there. I, I think that we've all got issues, right? Like we should all look at this as an investment in our country to do the right things and to look as good as we can. I just think that right now it's so dysfunctional that we all look bad. Now now, do the GOP, um, do they look worse than uh, the Democratic side? Of, the- of course they do, right? Because like, they're in the majority right now. But at the end of the day, it's just not a good look. This <laughs> is not a good look for anybody. Let's go to Kevin and Blaine. How you doing, Kevin? Hey
3: there, Henry. How are you? I'm doing um, I'm doing all right. So, so, first time caller to your show, I listen to it a lot but I normally don't call. Yep but I think we're sitting at right now in this country in the most dangerous place that we have been since the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. And um, I have a question for you that I can't understand with this divide in the House. We know that a King Jeffries can never get um, elected because the Republicans are in
2: power. In the majority, yep, yep.
3: Right, so why don't the Democrats get together and say to the Republicans, give us a candidate that we can vote for to get this done for. Why don't the
2: Democrats flip the vote on the Republicans? But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me ask you the question. Don't you think that that's happened? Like, like, you don't think you don't think you don't think that the that the Democrats more than likely would have approved a Tom member? Well, I mean, we'll never know that because it didn't get out, right? Like at the end of the day, he was sabotaged. You don't think that there is anybody out there that the Democrat that the Democrats would support? Now now f- full disclosure, Kevin. Jim Jordan, a hard pass. No Democrat should have ever thought about Jim Jordan. No, 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 no. So but you don't think that they that they're, that they're willing to that they're willing to help in some way, shape, or form? There, that's what I'm asking. There's gotta be somebody that they would vote for him if if the
3: republicans sabotaged emmers because there were 20 democrats that would have voted for him Well, we are in so much trouble right But now. Kevin
2: but Kevin you yeah. you I think you're kind of asking the wrong question though realistically if the if the republicans keep sabotaging their own members then why, why is this a thing with the democrats have to if the democrats are willing to play ball the gop has to do the same
3: well, I understand that, but the GOP, because of they hold the power, yep. are not going to vote for a team Jeffries. It's not going to happen. That won't happen. Yeah, we get that. But I think that the Democrats could somehow get together and find a candidate that they could live with and get this passed before we get to the middle of November and the country shuts down again and Israel goes in and starts a ground war in Gaza and China. And and Russia, comes I agree. Iran I, I agree with you. Whole
2: I things. agree with you. in. I agree with you, Kevin and Blaine. But what I'm saying to you, and thank you for the phone call, is that it's you just said it for yourself. That they have to meet in the middle, right? The majorities with the GOP, it's not more so on the Democrats. It's more so on the GOP. That's what I'm trying to tell yeah, Kevin. You, and he knows that you've got the moderates, and then you've got the the extreme
4: MAGA right wing. Yes, and th- this whole thing started, Henry, when Matt Gates, you know, br- brought up because Kevin McCarthy changed the rules on how a speaker can be ousted based on wanting the power, and then Matt Gates brought it up. They didn't have a fallback. Like this was we didn't want Kevin McCarthy, so now y- you've got these two different feuding civil war
2: factions within the GOP. I think that Kevin should probably look at Matt Gates and ask him why would you pulling out Kevin McCarthy? But that, but we know why. We know why. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. I appreciate the the phone calls. I appreciate the text. But coming up next, I've got some special people in the studio, and we're gonna have a special guest. So we calling into the show in the next ten minutes or so. There's an event taking place coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's a very special organization that I'm attached to, um, that I love. Great people for a great cause, and you need to hear why. The Highland Friendship Club is super important to the people of this community. One of the co-founders, Pat Leisman, and the current executive director, Patty Dunn, will join me in studio, and Joe Maurer, Twins Hall of Famers, is going to call in. We'll talk about the event and their organization. We'll do that next after weather on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830WCCO. Many of you that listen to this show or have seen me on television from time to time know that I love getting connected with great organizations that are doing amazing things for our community. And I actually have been connected to this organization that we'll talk about here, this segment, the Highland Friendship Club. For roughly, I think I first met um, the folks at Highland Friendship Club about 13 years ago. I was actually at my previous Stomping Grounds, K-Fan, and did a a broadcast live from there at one of their bowling events. Well, it's that time of year where they have their uh, Lanes for Friendship bowling event. It's their biggest fundraising event of the year. It's coming up Saturday, November the 4th. Uh, well, they will uh, be raising plenty of funds for such a great organization. And here in studio, and I thank them so much for joining me in studio on this rainy night, is Pat Leisman, one of the co-founders of Highland Friendship Club, and the current executive director, Patty Dunn, joining us here in studio on The Lake Show. First of all, first off, ladies, thank you so much for joining me in studio.
7: Thank you for having us. Thanks for
2: having us. All right, so I wanted to start with, and we'll get into the specifics of the event here in a little bit, and we got a special guest that we'll call in in the next five minutes, Joe Maurer. Um, Highland Friendship Club. I am aware of your organization Mm -hmm. and all the great work that that you've done throughout the years. Let's talk about how it got started, because I think it is super important that people out there in Minnesota understand how Highland Friendship Club came to be. So. So, Pat, let's start there. Give everybody the story. Lay it out for everybody how it became.
8: Well, well, first, let me say this for the fat for the. For the past 21 years, I've had an inscription taped to the wall of my office that reads, Desperation is a powerful influence that turns ideas that might be nice to try into things that must be done. Uh, It was that desperation, um, Henry, that back 21 years ago, that led the co- co-founder, Rosemary Fergelius and I to find the solution to our son's number one problem at that time, which was lack of friendships and to experience typical teenage social experiences. Uh, up until that point, John and Mike, uh, their social life was primarily going to their siblings' athletic events and to family gatherings. Um, uh, for Just for a second, Henry, imagine... Your life without friends, your work friends, your neighbors, your childhood friends, or your school friends. Um, Mike and John needed their own friends and a sense of belonging to something and to someone other than their families. So the Highland Friendship Club was born in 2002.
2: And I love everything about how it started and why it is a thing and why it is a great organization. Because, Pat, what you're talking about is inclusion. And Absolutely. not excluding young people from, from, from having opportunities to, to interact with each other.
8: Mike and John needed their own friends and a sense of belonging to something and
7: someone other than their families.
2: Mm-hmm. Patty, you've been executive director, is it now, how many years now? Is it five?
7: I've been with Highland Friendship Club for three years now. For three years. Okay, yes. for three
2: years. Um, talk to everybody out there in the listening audience about the importance of this organization and the work that you guys do um, year-round.
7: Well, I think it's pretty incredible since the days that Pat is talking about when Highland Friendship Club started with a walking club for teens and adults with disabilities one time on the weekend. And today we offer 35 or more classes each week um, in music and fitness and adventure days and field trips. And our members are out and about in the community making connections, learning new skills, but also making friends, like Pat said, and to be that that place in the community where teens and adults with disabilities can go is invaluable. And it's not just our members who benefit from that. It's also the community who benefits from Mm -hmm. being able to connect with our members.
2: So now when you started this back in, you said 21 years ago, right?
8: 21 years ago. 21 Mm -hmm. years
2: ago. um, How many people out there... um, heard about this, and in the first year or two said, we have to be a part of this. We're, we're going to gravitate to this because our child, our son, our daughter needs to be a part of this special group.
8: Well, the the word spread fast. It started mm. out with, like I said, John and Mike and a couple of their classmates. Mm-hmm. And we started on Friday nights, Friday and Saturday nights, offering um, just gatherings at the local Hillcrest Rec Center. Well, that spread pretty fast, and all of a sudden we're finding – that Rose and I are becoming rec directors. We had <laughs> 20, 30 people suddenly. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, we were both working full time at that at that time, and we 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 knew we had something here, and we're very excited that uh, uh, it, it's kind of funny. People always ask, did you have this big dream and vision? No, we just had desperation as mm. well. And um, but I like to say the Highland Friendship Club provides a way for our members ages 14 through adulthood, by the way, to reach out and connect with those um, who understand them and allow them to express their truest selves. Um, that's, that's what thrills me is that I, um, I, I get to see firsthand the, the, the excitement on our members' faces on a daily basis. And to me, that's just a thrill.
2: Patty, uh, how many roughly um not not to be exact with the numbers but but how many how many um individuals would you say the Highland Friendship Club um serves?
7: Right now we serve about 200 members.
2: That's a pretty big number. It
7: is. It is <laughs> and we're thrilled about it and of course we want to serve more and more um, we want to make sure that everybody in the Twin Cities area and beyond who are teens and adults with disabilities know about us and have a place to go where they can hang out and make friends.
2: Yeah, well, somebody that's a, a big-time supporter, uh, probably arguably your biggest supporter uh, with Highland Friendship Club is uh, is Joe Maurer, uh, Minnesota Twins. Great. He's joining us now uh, via the Johnson Chicoa Banker Hotline. First off, Joe, thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
9: Well, thanks for having me, Henry. I really appreciate you having us on.
2: All right, so let, let's start with just, you know, for you, um, you've supported this organiz, uh, organization since its inception. Uh, just talk about how how important it is to support Highland Frither Club and uh, your, your why with doing that.
9: Well, how much time do we have, Henry? Hey, so as, much, as, as much time as you want, yeah. as
2: much time as you want, Joe.
9: Yeah, well, I'll try to sum it up as best I can. But as you know, Henry, and first off, thank you for your support over the years. It's, it's been tremendous. And, um, you know, anybody that, that comes to a Highland Friendship Club event or an activity um, immediately knows why this is the place. Um, it's just a great environment for people to, to really be themselves and uh, to make friends and connections within the community. And, um, you know, since I got involved uh, right at the beginning, it, it's just every time I, I go back, it just puts a smile on my face and um, want to share it with other people, you know, and just really – let everybody know how great of a place it is because it it really is special.
2: And, you know, the thing that I love about Highland Fringe Club, and and you know this all too well, Joe, is that, you know, once you get attached to the organization and you meet – Um, you know, the people that that lead it off and and the, the, you know, the leadership and and it starts with Patty Dunn uh, and, 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 you know, founders like Pat Leesman. You just you you grow to love it. Like, I I love being a part of people that are doing significant things for all of us. Uh, It's not just about the events itself, because the events itself are special, but it's more so about the people that you impact in your life.
9: 100 percent. and I'm glad you mentioned Patty. I've never say this the club and, and the community is so great it's so lucky to have her and you know leadership that that she can uh, to bring to, to highland friendship club but it really is i mean it, it's just every year i go back and, and you build the relationships and, and some of the relationships i have with the members you know go back you know 15 plus years and uh, i'm just so excited to be a part of it and and to see people grow and uh you know obviously i grow too uh mm-hmm. you know it's not just that uh you know you're observing them they they're teaching me things along the way as well
2: yeah, no question about it. We're, we're talking about the Highland Friendship Club, and specifically, they have an event coming up on Saturday, no- November the 4th. It is their Lanes for Friendship, which is a bowling event. Um, I've said for, for, for many years that at some point, I'm going to beat Joe Maurer in bowling. We've never actually, like, went at it at the <laughs> event because it's not about us at all, but, but I, I love the fact that I'm able to be there, be supportive, and emcee the event. Uh, it's, it's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Um let me start with 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 that particular part of it why bowling pat How, who came up with the idea for it to be a bowling event?
8: gosh um I think it was our um
2: it's one of many events, but this is like the biggest yeah, fundraiser I, event you
8: know i I think it was our very first executive director mary mcEwen's idea mm-hmm. that we um that we have a bowling fundraiser, and I have to admit i thought bowling. <laughs> But but I obviously was outvoted on that one, and it's it's I think our first one was in 2010.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: So um, it's lived on. I think I was at that one then.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that yes, I was at that at one.
8: Flaherties, yes. And and, and and
2: I think like there was like some really cool food from DeGidio's, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So so I've been yes. I've been around for that. Um, you know, Patty. One thing that we should mention and bring up is that there are um, some available sponsorship opportunities, right, if people want to go ahead and sponsor a lane.
7: That's right. We do have a few lanes open. So the way it works is sponsors can buy in and they get a lane and can bring four bowlers, and that offers you the opportunity to hang out with our members and get to know them and our other supporters. And, of course, Joe is there. Um, So we do have just a few lanes left, so people can always go to our website and you can contact me. We also have a silent auction going on this year that's online so that people who are not attending the event can participate. And there are some incredibly cool items, I have to say, a year's worth of Sweet Martha's Cookies, if anyone's heard of those. I think some of your listeners have. I and think that's we a, have. <laughs> that's kind of an exciting one. We have a signed Caprizov jersey, twins tickets, and some signed memorabilia. We have all kinds of great items. So if you check out our website, that's a way to support Highland Friendship Club and our mission and to help us keep doing what we're doing.
2: And the website is Highland Friendship Club. org. Highland Friendship Club. org. Uh, for more information and to learn about the other uh, sponsorships, uh, you can call 651 239 8906 or just go to the website. All the information is up there. I, I will ask Joe this. Joe, would you? how would you describe yourself as a bowler? You think you're a pretty good bowler? <laughs>
9: Well, I'm, I'm in panic mode right now because uh, our members, Highland Friendship Club members, they're, they're really good. And, um, you know, to kind of get back to the previous question, it's one of their favorite activities to do. And, um, and we have a good time. You know, there's a lot of hooting and hollering going on and people <laughs> encouraging everyone. And... Um, this is the time of year where I start to be like, OK, I need to get ready for this because, <laughs> you know, I got to I got to live up to the hype, I guess. But, you uh, know, uh, I
8: think anyone it's, coming it's, with it's their own bowling ball, ball yeah. knows how to bowl. Oh, it so hit. Joe's got his own, oh, bowling, he's ball. Got see, his own, own bowling ball. So see, so he's, he's, how, he's, how and
2: see, and see, and see, and see <laughs> I, I kind of figured that Joe was hiding something. Uh-huh. And the reason why I uh, say yeah. this, is because so so <laughs> everybody knows about Joe being a phenomenal um, uh, baseball player, right? Everybody knows that Joe, spectacular quarterback in high school. I mean, was offered by uh, Bobby Bowden at Florida State, right? But this is the thing. So <laughs> I was in—I think I was home, um—and and I came home for—for for, it was during the wintertime uh, in college, and I had heard about Joe Mauer, right? But I had never seen him play basketball. And so I saw him play basketball, and I'm like, is there anything that this guy cannot do? So I'm telling you, Joe, I just assume that you're a great bowler just because you can do everything.
9: Well, Henry, I am a little competitive. Uh, people say, yeah, but, uh, I, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I blame this one, the bowling skills on Gardy. So long time ago, uh, we had a lot of new faces coming into spring training, and Gardy's a big bowler. and He was uh, actually had his buddy drop off a new bowling ball for him at the ballpark and long story short, next thing I know um, his bowling guy comes back a couple days later and we get 15 guys all fitted for their own ball. <laughs> uh, it was a fun activity that we did um, weekly uh, down there in spring training. And, and it was great. It was a, definitely a great team camaraderie thing, but, I blame Guardy for that, so that's that's why I'm a bowling ball, and uh, that's why I'll be trying to roll it a couple times before the event here. So here, <laughs> here he goes. He, he's trying to blame it on, on on Ron, right? He's trying
2: to he's trying to blame it on Guardy. <laughs> I, I, I will I will mention this. Um, I think that one of the coolest parts of this event isn't necessarily the bowling. The bowling is like that. That's the the you know that's that's the, the that's the part that everybody knows is going to happen. But I think one of the coolest things, and Joe can speak to this. Is that and Joe loves us too. Is when you are able to have time with the members and you're in the room and they're able to ask you Joe questions and they put you on the spot. I think that that's because you told me previously that that's one of the the moments for you that you really enjoy. Just kind of tell people and walk people through that, that 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 moment of you being in the room and, and having that kind of Q and A with the uh, with the um, participants before we even get to bowling.
9: Yeah, we uh, like to call it the hot seat. Um, so <laughs> I get uh, a range of questions uh, for different topics. Uh, but it, it's just a way to get together with the, mem- uh, the members before. And, you know, like we said, we've been doing this for, you know, 15 years or so. And um, it's just a way to, you know, reconnect and kind of see where everybody's at. But, uh, yeah, we, there's a lot of laughs. And, um, yeah, I really don't know what is going to be asked but uh we we usually have a good time and um, it's fun to see everybody keep coming back uh, year after year. All
2: right, so Patty and Pat, I'm going to um ask you this final question. And it's 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 not even really a question. It is if there's one thing that you want the listening audience out there to take away from you guys joining us here in studio, what would you want that to be with regards to Highland Fender Club?
8: Well, I think for me one other item that I didn't mention is when families join HFC they meet other families, and they and with similar needs. Um, these introductions and interactions provide a forum for families to share those been there, done it experiences, such as navigating county systems, sharing a medical referral, and of course, emotional support. I think that's a huge component and piece of HMC.
2: Patty.
7: I would agree with that. And also, I, what I have learned in my time with HFC, and I knew of them long before I became the executive director, is that our mission is to serve our members and to help our members make friends and have a place where they where they belong. But what our supporters learn is what I have learned as being a part of it is that we all make friends too. This is a, this is a circle, a community of people who are gathered for a good cause. And, and you will find as a supporter that um, there are a lot of friends to be made in this, in this organization.
2: Yeah, for more information, go to HighlandFriendshipClub.org. The event is the Lanes for Friendship. Uh, This bowling event coming up in the next couple of weeks, Saturday, November the 4th. Full transparency, it is not open to the public. Okay, Just so you're aware, it is not open to the public. But if you sponsor a lane, and let's get these lanes uh, fully sponsored, then yes, you will be allowed to be a part of it and get to see Joe Maurer and get to be a part of this fabulous event hey joe i just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this event with you guys i feel like i am part of the family i hope you that are. i am but thank uh you. but thank you for joining us tonight on the lake show
7: thank you well, henry so much henry, thank, thank you, joe. you
9: yeah you your support has just been unbelievable over the years and, and we really appreciate you and, and helping spread the word for highland friendship club so thank you and I look forward to seeing you and uh, maybe rolling a couple balls down the lane. It'll be good. (laughs) Sounds
2: good. Highland Friendship Club, Pat Leisman, one of the co-founders, along with Patty Dunn, executive director, and Twins Hall of Famer Joe Maurer joining us here on The Lake Show. Hey, We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll wrap up Hour 1, and we'll do that next. All right, once again, let me give you the website, highlandfriendshipclub.org. If you would love to... Sponsor one of the lanes that are available. There's a few lanes available. You can find the information for it uh, for the event. It's called the the Lanes for Friendship. Uh, coming up on Saturday, November the fourth. Now, just to be clear, I'm gonna want to repeat this again because once the lanes are gone, it's 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 over. This event is not open to the public. So, I mean, because it's it, it's really about the members, and I love going. But at the end of the day, it's all about the members and all the great work that they do at Highland Friendship Club. Lunch is included, meet and bowl with the different members, and hang out with Joe Maurer. All right, coming up next, there was bitterness then when it was called TCF Bank. I wonder if there will be bitterness now with these closings with Huntington Bank. We get to that
0: next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.